0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about non-blanching rashes in children. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerodefinals.com slash non-blanching rashes or in the dermatology section of the Zero to Finals paediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Non-blanching rashes are caused by bleeding under the skin. Petechiae are small, less than 3mm, Non blanching red spots on the skin caused by burst capillaries. Purpura are larger 3 to 10 millimeter non blanching red purple macules or papules created by leaking of blood from vessels under the skin. Any child presenting with a non blanching rash needs immediate investigation for the underlying cause. The most concerning differential diagnosis is meningococcal septicemia, which is a medical emergency. Patients with features of sepsis need immediate management for life-threatening meningococcal sepsis. Let's talk about the differential diagnosis. We've already mentioned meningococcal septicemia or other bacterial sepsis. This presents with a feverish unwell child. Any features of meningococcal septicemia need emergency management with immediate antibiotics. Septicemia can lead to significant morbidity and mortality if treatment is delayed. Henoch schonlein purpura or HSP typically presents as a purpuric rash on the legs and the buttocks and there may be associated abdominal or joint pain. Idiopathic thrombocytopenic purpura or ITP develops over several days in an otherwise well child. Acute leukemia presents with a gradual development of petechiae potentially with other signs such as anemia, lymphadenopathy, and hepatosplenomegaly. Hemolytic uremic syndrome, or HUS, is associated with oliguria, which is a very low urine output, and signs of anemia. This often presents in a child who has a history of recent gastroenteritis. Petychiae can have a mechanical cause, Strong coughing, vomiting, or breath-holding can produce petechiae in a superior vena cava distribution, above the neck and most prominently around the eyes. Petechiae can be due to a traumatic cause. Tight pressure on the skin, for example in non-accidental injury, or occlusion of blood in an area of skin can lead to traumatic petechiae. The TKI can also be caused by a viral illness and this is often the explanation when other causes and serious illness are excluded. Typical causes are influenza and enterovirus. Let's talk about investigations. Potentially helpful investigations include a full blood count, anemia can suggest hemolytic uremic syndrome or leukemia, low white cells can suggest neutropenic sepsis or leukemia, and low platelets can suggest idiopathic thrombocytopenic purpura or hemolytic uremic syndrome. Urea and electrolytes can be useful. A high urea and creatinine can indicate hemolytic uremic syndrome or Henoch-Schönlein purpura with renal involvement. A CRP can be helpful as this is a non-specific indication of inflammation or infection and it can be useful but not definitive in excluding sepsis. An erythrocyte sedimentation rate or ESR can be used and this is a non-specific indication of inflammatory illness such as vasculitis, for example, Henoch-Schönlein purpura, or infection. And a coagulation screen is helpful including a prothrombin time, an APTT, an INR, and fibrinogen, which can be used to diagnose clotting abnormalities. Performing a blood culture can be useful but not definitive in diagnosing or excluding sepsis. A meningococcal PCR can be useful to confirm meningococcal disease, however this should not delay treatment a lumbar puncture can be used to diagnose meningitis or encephalitis. It's worth performing a blood pressure as hypertension can occur in Henoch-Schönlein purpura and hemolytic uremic syndrome, hypotension can occur in septic shock and perform a urine dipstick because proteinuria and hematuria can suggest Henoch-Schönlein purpura with renal involvement or hemolytic uremic syndrome. Finally, let's talk about management of non-blanching rashes. Patients with a non-blanching rash always require urgent referral and investigation unless there is a clear and unconcerning cause. The extent of the investigations depends on the clinical picture. Where there's doubt, patients are usually treated as meningococcal sepsis until the results of the investigations are back and it can be excluded. Definitive management of the non-blanching rash will depend on the underlying cause. So thanks for listening to this episode on non-blanching rashes. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. It wouldn't be possible to maintain it without his hard work and reliability. Consider subscribing to the podcast so you can be notified when new episodes come out. And I hope you join me for the next episode where we'll talk about erythema nodosum.